In the holy name of Jesus. Christmas has come. And Christmas, when it comes, it does not leave. Christmas, when it happens, never unhappens. Emmanuel is Jesus' name. And it stays his name. God with us and God still is with us. Today, he is with us in the waters of holy baptism. You heard it in the gospel. Now, when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heavens opened. Jesus joins his people in holy baptism, and so Jesus joins himself to you. He is far greater than John the Baptist, who is unworthy to untie his shoes, but he is not above being baptized with you. It's something like marriage. This is actually what that untying the shoe business probably means. In Israel, uh, if you were a widow, the way Israel cared for her widows was through, a way, through something called kinsman redeeming. There was a kinsman redeemer, a relative of the husband, who would marry the widow so that she would have a home, so that she would have a means of support, so that she would have a family still of her own. And this designated kinsman redeemer had a choice. He wouldn't, he was, uh, if he perhaps wanted to shirk his duty and not fulfill the duty that was his by right, then he could go through a ritual where he took his sandal and he gave it to another man who would fulfill that role. Uh, the, usually the next in line, it was kind of a, uh, the next closest relation. And so the shoe would be taken off as a sign that you would not be fulfilling your right and your duty as a kinsman redeemer. You can read about this in Ruth, uh, the fourth chapter. Ruth, uh, Boaz, does this ceremony to obtain Ruth as, uh, as his wife. So when John says that he is not worthy to loose the sandal from Jesus' feet, he is saying that Jesus is the true kinsman redeemer for Israel. That Jesus is the rightful and the true redeemer of his people and he will not shirk his, his, uh, his duty. You can't possibly pry the, the sandal off of Jesus' feet. He is the true redeemer of Israel and he will honor his sacred duty to her. As an aside, the, the bit that Luke throws into this narrative about Herod is probably a contrast with this. Herod marries his brother's wife, but his brother is still alive. He doesn't marry, to, he doesn't marry his brother's wife to support her in her hour of need. He marries her for his own selfish uh, pleasures. And this is contrasted with Jesus, who uh, takes himself a wife, um, not for his good, not for his upbuilding, not for his pleasure, but for her good, her redemption, her salvation. He will marry the widowed mother Israel, and he will save her from all who would accost her. And that solidarity is expressed in this text today as this group baptism is pictured by Luke. All the people and Jesus with them. He will not leave them to fend for themselves. 
He will be their Redeemer, and He will open His heavenly house to them so that they can live there with Him forever. And this solidarity, pictured in the Jordan River in the Gospel, is, for Jesus, a costly solidarity. St. Paul describes in our epistle um, how costly baptism is. Baptism is dangerous. Baptism, says St. Paul, will kill you. That's exactly how baptism is able to give you a new life, by ending your old life. Now we can think of the example of Ruth again. Ruth gets Boaz. She receives a kinsman redeemer. She receives a husband, Boaz, who will redeem her and marry her and love her and care for her and will even make her fruitful. But first she must suffer death. She must suffer the death of her first husband. First, she must die to the world that she knew. Remember, she was from Moab. She must leave that world behind. You might remember her famous words to Naomi. uh, Your God will be my God. Your people will be my people. She has to forsake and leave behind an entire life in Moab. And when John the Baptist in the wilderness is calling people out of Jerusalem in his day, calling them to repent, calling them away from Jerusalem, he is calling them to a new life, and he is calling them away from their old way of life, from their old home. He gives specific instructions before our text. Uh, We read this actually during Advent. He tells the tax collectors not to overcollect. He tells the soldiers not to extort or threaten people for money. And he tells those who have clothing, who have uh, food, to share with those who have none. And Paul says it this way. How can we who died to sin still live in it? How can we live that old way of life? We can't. That entire way of life is now dead to you. That entire way of life which comes so naturally to you is dead to you. That life of thinking about you and yours first. The life of taking advantage of your position in life. The life of taking what you can get for yourself. That way of life, now, as baptized people, that way of life is dead to you. And baptism doesn't only uh, work with evil things, with sinful things. That's fairly apparent, right? Right? Um, When we are baptized, when Christ brings us into his church, he brings us out of the sins of this world and that we would not participate in them. But baptism also gives us uh, a separation from kind of simple, normal, not-so-bad things in life, uh, things that aren't sinful in and of themselves. It's kind of like marriage. Obviously, when we are married... Um, we should force, especially forsake uh, the sins of our past uh, that, that used to affect us, but now would affect also our spouse. Um, but you also know that, especially as uh, many of you know, that as God gives children, especially, uh, that other things fall out of life that aren't bad. Like vacations to Bermuda aren't necessarily bad, um, but you're probably going to be taking less of those uh, when, you're, when God gives you a gift of a family. That's a good thing, but it's not like, you know, going to Bermuda is bad 
or you know, restaurant reservations or um, you know, just the things we spend our money on when we only have to worry about ourselves. These things aren't necessarily bad, but now someone else is in your life and someone else shapes the things you do with your time, money, and priorities. When you are baptized, the same thing obtains. You are baptized into the church of Jesus. You are baptized to him, which means you'll spend a lot more time at his house, which means you'll spend time here when other people are perhaps in bed or hunting or running or whatever it is that they do with their time. And there's nothing wrong with any of those things, except you have been baptized into something greater. You have been baptized into something uh, ahead of that. And uh, you, uh, you know, even things like, uh, well, even things that are fine are things that you won't experience because you'll be doing something, you are Christian. You have been baptized. And so you have something in your life that is now more uh, significant. When you are baptized, you are baptized into a church Uh, And the same is true with your offerings and first fruits and tithes. Uh, What that means is that you will have less than your neighbor does, you know, on on the whole. You'll have less than they do because you are quite busy laying up treasure that moth and rust will not destroy. Laying up treasure in heaven, giving glory to God, glorifying his house, glorifying his church, his purposes in the world. And that will mean that you have to die to certain other things in the world uh, that are just less than that, are less important. Because you have been baptized into Christ. You have been set apart from this world. You have been joined to Christ. And so, Christ himself, who has also been baptized for you, has also this same thing. It also, for him, Baptism means death. Baptism means giving up. To be baptized, he had to leave heaven itself. The divine bliss of heaven itself, he left it when he was baptized for your sake. To be baptized for him meant to be tempted by the devil. It meant to be persecuted by even his own people and to be at last crucified by the rulers of this world. So, Jesus does not only die to heaven, he does that, but he also dies to earth. It's helpful, the cross reminds us that Jesus is uh, suspended between earth and heaven. He has no home in heaven any longer, and he has no home in earth. He's been cast out by both, and so he hangs in the middle, and he dies to both heaven and earth for you. And again, this is marital. This is what he gives in order that he might marry you. Uh, He dies to everything and everyone else in this world that he might call you his own and that you might call him your own. It's what it means to belong to someone else entirely. And this is what Jesus, you know, we we often talk about Jesus as redeemer. Um, Specifically, he is your redeemer. He is your kinsman redeemer. That is to say, he has married you to save you from poverty and from exposure. He has leveraged his entire divine fortune for your good and benefit. He has cut himself off from everything 
in order that you might have him and have him eternally, that he might open heaven for you as his eternal home to share with you. And the baptism of Jesus today gives us confidence in our own baptism. Seeing and understanding Jesus' baptism and what it cost him and what it meant to go through baptism for him gives us confidence in our own baptism. Confidence that Jesus will never leave us nor forsake us. Confidence that he will provide for us. And confidence enough to break our ties with this world, to hold on to the world loosely instead of tightly, and to instead cleave to the things of God, to invest our time, our money, our families, and even ourselves in heavenly things instead. It is a great gift because heaven is now open to us, as our text tells us. In baptism, heaven is open to you. You know that you have a home somewhere else. You know you have a place where you will be welcomed. You know you have a place that Jesus has opened for you. He will bring us home to heaven with him at last. And until then, he will be right here with us in the waters of our holy baptism. Because as we learned at Christmas, God is with us. And when God is with us, he never, ever leaves. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.